You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Tales from the Bar Side. I'm Remy, alongside my lovely co-host, Lauren. And our good friend, Jack. What's up, Jack? How's it going, guys? Welcome back, Jack. Jack's been on the show before. <clears throat> We've had a good time. Good to be back. Yeah, it's good to have you back. Uh, tonight, we're going to talk about drink shaming. Uh, <laughs> I, I was in the mood for some claws tonight, so I stopped by my local convenience store and got myself some hard seltzer. And uh, nice. like, they're not my favorites, but every once in a while, I'll drink them. I'm like, yeah, these are tolerable. These are If I'm in the mood for a black cherry seltzer, okay, I can see it. Uh, but you see a lot of people shaming each other, mostly dude bros, like shaming their guy friends about like, what kind of drink you're drinking. So I thought tonight we'd, we'd try and talk about some stories of people trying to, to shame their buddies and ridicule them and stuff like that. Right. Uh, we're going to get into some other stuff. God, it sucks being like, I didn't, did you guys think it was going to last this long? <laughs> I really Five didn't. months? Yeah. I, you know what? I really, I, okay. I said in the beginning that it was going to be at least five months. So I did run. expect it to last this long, but I didn't expect for like the entire thing to be like taken seriously for this long. Just, just the way it's going. I didn't expect. like when, when we first shut down, it was really weird. It's like, we're okay. We're getting out. We're not allowed to go to bars anymore. The bars are all shut down. So we're like, okay, we can improvise and well, let's just get through this guys. And then we got through it and they started opening stuff back up. And now we're just like, there's just no end in sight now. Now it just, yeah. it, it looks like it's going to keep getting worse and worse and worse and, and more I terrible. things after already- more terrible designing holiday themed masks i'm sure that's <laughs> oh yeah obviously obviously right and just everything i could like you know i've gone to a couple of backyard parties and driveway parties lately where it's like just a couple of you know just a, a small gathering of friends all sitting really far apart outside you know like people bring their masks so that if you're like close up enough to to somebody like you put on masks and still get close to each other and whatever but it's just weird. It's just surreal, I guess. Like, I thought we'd be back to some semblance of whatever by now. Like, alas. I mean, I didn't think that I was going to go back to work anytime soon because it's a nightclub. So right. I was actually shocked when they asked us if we wanted to return earlier before we re-shut down again. Because yeah. I was like, I can't believe that they're actually going to have, you know, people in there. But didn't I guess really I can't. Anyway. I kind of thought that the first shutdown was going to work and that, you know, it would basically get stamped out and it wouldn't be so bad and we wouldn't be back to like completely normal, but it would be, I don't know. Well, that's the thing is it did is. work. That's why we're shut down again is because <laughs> it was working and, right. and people have to go out and fuck around and make it not work again. It, right. See if there are bars out there that aren't adhering at all. Right. That's part of the problem. Right. Yeah. Anyways, I didn't want to bitch about COVID too much. I just wanted to bring it up. Like, uh, just, it's kind of struck me today. I was like, Jesus, we've been doing this a long time. Like, yeah, it's like know, half of our episodes studio. now have been <laughs> in quarantine. So, which is great. We've gotten a lot of different viewers and hi, all the new viewers and all the people that are like uh, hanging out with us since, uh, since we blew up and, and got big and famous on the internet. Like, how famous are we now? About three, 400 people every week, 500 people every week. Woo! At least seeing it for a couple of seconds. I don't, you know, I don't know what the views thing means on Facebook, but we'll take it. Um, but thank you to all of our supporters. Both of you are awesome and we love you. 
Yeah, both of you. Hi, Mom. Hi, Hi Lorraine. Mom. <laughs> so I got a good story. Jack is watching too, but he's actually on here. Beautiful. <laughs> I got a I got a good story about drink shaming, <clears throat> and it was uh, it was years ago. I was working at a bar downtown, and this kid came in. It was it was two young people, and I carded them both. And the girl pulls out her ID, and she was probably like twenty three, you know, twenty three and a half, something like that. I'm like, okay, good. The guy asked for a drink, and so I card him too. And he's like, oh, I don't have. I'm not old enough, you know. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, swing and a miss. Like you tried, you know. I was like. He figured, what the hell, I'll just order a drink. And if he serves it to me, I didn't get carded. But if I do, I'm not going to try and make a big deal about it. I'm like, kudos for that. You know, you tried. You didn't know if I was going to card you, and I did. Anyways, so I'm like, well, what do you want? And he's like, a virgin strawberry daiquiri. I'm like, okay. So first you try and order alcohol. And then you order, like, what is quintessentially just, like, the girliest of girly drinks, right? The the virgin strawberry daiquiri. Like a sex on the beach? Exactly. But I mean, like, even with no alcohol. So I'm like, well, I'm going to hook this up for I'm like, so I put like three cherries and a couple orange slices and like a pineapple slice, like all the fruit we had. It looked like a Bloody Mary, but for a daiquiri, you know, with like all the fruit in it and stuff. Trying to like give them a little shot to the ribs. Like, ah, you're drinking a girly drink in this fancy glass with like all this fruit and stuff. And he was like over the moon ecstatic. He's like, this is the best drink I've ever had. Like all this, it's like a fruit cocktail in it. This amazing drink and it tastes really good. I'm like, you're right. That's an, you know, if that's what you like, a sweet tasting strawberry drink, like it is tasty. There's nothing wrong with it. That is the hardest battle to fight too, between stuff that tastes really good and right. still reclaiming your masculinity beside a bar stool. <laughs> you know, but that's the because thing is like, your taste who doesn't love are... the taste of pineapple? You know what I mean? But absolutely. But, but pina colada cool. does send a message, you know? <laughs> I don't think it does. That's my point. Your taste buds don't have masculine or feminine like identities. They just like what they like, you know? I do get like drink shamed even as a girl for choosing girly drinks. Like all my friends are like, ew, why aren't you drinking Jameson or like whatever? And I'm like, I just like it to taste good. I don't know. Like, I guess Jameson tastes good too, but I just like stuff that tastes fruity and fruity and sweet. I'm a girly drinker. Especially in the summertime, you know, when the, the weather's hot and a, a regular Pilsner just doesn't do like sometimes you want a shandy, something with a little right. bit of extra sweetness. Absolutely. To it. I'm I'm a big fan of the shandies. I'm you know, again, I'm not a big fan of the claws, but I don't hate them. And I'll drink today. I was just kind of in the mood for one. I was like, I haven't had a white claw in a long time. I'll drink white claws on the show tonight and we'll talk about drink shaming. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> like actually shame speaking. Me if you- Shame me if you want, everyone. You know, if you want to make fun of me, drink a lot. Exactly. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. No, I'm kidding. Um, speaking of seltzers, my cousin and I have started drinking okay. the Wine and Kugel seltzers. I did not know have that Wine and Kugel had something. Wine and Kugel has a line of seltzers, and they are really good. Cool. I like them. Nice. They have like a berry one, and then like a pineapple one, and then I think the other one is like grapefruit or something, but. They're actually really good. I like them. I'm not there a huge go. like seltzer fan. I, I do drink White Claws, but I like the mango. And I just tried the lemon, and the lemon is really good. My friends over at uh, Orchid Nightclub, Kendall and Tara, hi, everybody. And they made me try it, and it was really fucking good. I like that. See, so you do like seltzers. It's Well, they're yeah. cool. They're, they're, I'm starting they're to get great. into them more. 
low carb, low calorie. So, you know, for those of us who are trying to grow a dad bod over here during quarantine. Well, that's the thing though, is that they're like a hundred calories, blah, 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 blah. So good. Okay. Like a vodka and water is like 76 calories. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, so you might as well bring your own LaCroix, get a fucking, <laughs> get a, a glass of vodka and put some LaCroix in it. And you'll be like sitting pretty. I think uh, I looked it up in kettle one has the lowest carbs and I think that they were at 76. The rest of them are around like 90. Remy, we are we are no longer referring to it as dad bod. It, it is now officially no. father figure. Oh! Father figure? <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm thinking, now I'm thinking George Michael. Now you've got me on a George Michael game. Uh, <laughs> I do like that. I think that's the best one I've heard. That is good. I'm, I, I appreciate that Dave chimed <laughs> in with that. Thank you. Like, ah, no, no, no more dad bod. That's a father figure. Well, I've got one now, so a little disappointment. You wear it proudly. You wear it proudly. Thank you. I don't. I'm embarrassed as hell by it, but I, I but I'm wearing it because I don't have a choice unless I do something about it. <laughs> I'm not joining any gyms. Those are still closed. I saw a thing today. Speaking of stupid COVID, uh, somebody said that not one single person has been traced with COVID back to getting it at a gym. And so, like, all the gym rats are pissed the fuck off that the gyms are still closed, but bars and stuff but are they've open. they've been closed. That's why there's no people being traced back to it. Dude, that is the That's dumbest the shit I've ever heard in my life. Like, no, nobody's That's been traced point. to it because they've been closed. That's like all the morons with the, you know, the schools reopening. Well, you know, we, we haven't seen kids get it. That's because we closed schools when yeah, there were, like, four cases to protect the kids. And now we're trying to reopen. What the, what are you, duh! Okay, but... Did you see that one article that was going around? I think it was like up somewhere in Indiana. They day one. And day one. Day one, day kid one. pop positive. Oh, yeah. I mean, if now you, they if have you... to send a bunch of kids into quarantine for 14 days. And, and teachers and, and staff. Teachers and parents and whatever. And there was. that's associated with them. There was, uh, there was just one that broke today. There was some like. Um, overnight camp thing that was a tradition with like i think it was like eighth graders um at this one school and they all still went and nobody wore masks and now like 30 of the kids are positive mm. that's crazy no it's a shit yeah, show and like yeah i'm trying to stay away from all the debbie downer but like it just popped into my head i can't you can't not come back to fucking covid these days i know it's, it's like, hard it it's hard to like talk, especially since I haven't been bartending in five years now or five years, five months now. So it's like, <laughs> it really I feel like five years point. though. Yeah. It really has been the center point of the year. It feels like five years. It feels, it feels like, like five time. years, five but it's been months five months now since I've been behind the bar and I'm yeah. just like, I'm getting ready to start school. I start school on the 24th for cosmetology. So I'm just like, you know, I don't know if I'm going to get back behind the bar anytime soon. No, not anytime soon. Not until it's fairly safe to do so, or, you know, COVID is a thing of the past. I mean, who knows when that's going to be? So uh, I guess it's driveway parties and, you know, social distancing. And we'll do this show. We'll do this show on a bonfire. Bonfires, right. Yeah. Got autumn coming up. It's the season. It is the, it season. Is the season for bonfires. We unfortunately got rid of our bonfire because it ended up like, well, I garbage picked it to begin with. So. I, it wasn't in the greatest condition ever, but it ended up like rusting through and it was just a one giant pan with like yeah. no wheels and all that stuff. So we're actually talking about going and getting another one so we can have bonfires over here. 
they have some really nice ones. My roommate got one and it's pretty sweet. It's like, it's got the, it looks high tech and it's big and it's really deep. It can hold, you can really make a good bonfire out of it. Nice. Um, he doesn't like cleaning up after the dogs though. So it, I, I'm not going to have a bonfire anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. No bonfires when you have to step in shit to get there. So no, thank you. Sorry. <laughs> um, but no, there's some nice ones. There's some nice ones out there. If you spend a little money, a couple hundred bucks, I'll get you a really sweet uh, bonfire pet. Or, you know, you just go to the Not even. There's some of them that are only like $70, $80. And they're like decent, just like standalone bonfires. Because at, at our house in Ferndale, you can't have the uh, like in-ground bonfires. Right. They have to be like raised. Move so, yeah. yeah. So the ones that we were looking at were only like 70 80 bucks. I've been looking on like Facebook Marketplace and stuff. There's a whole bunch of them that are like really nice, brand new, 70 80 bucks. Oh, See, screen I would, def- yeah. I would definitely scream to stare at when you're sitting around with a bunch of friends. <laughs> having That's true. Exactly. I remember, I remember like tearing up different types of like, like paper and stuff with different chemicals on it to like put in there and see what color the flames would turn and stuff. Oh, yeah. It'd be like blue and purple. Hell well, yeah. and I so I love doing that. You can sprinkle different minerals and stuff on a fire to change the color of it too. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. I've seen those kind of things. Now that's something that I would definitely throw down to a GoFundMe for if you guys wanted to get a uh, bonfire pit, you know, just do a little GoFundMe and be yeah, like, go hey, fund me. anybody who wants to come over and have a bonfire, chip in five bucks, we're going to buy one, you know? Like, exactly. And if there's leftover money, we'll buy like booze for the first one. Suddenly you know? we have $700 worth of bonfires. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> Our entire <laughs> our right. entire backyard is just bonfires. It's not for <laughs> Thanks, a everybody. I swear to God, it's not for rent. It's for a bonfire. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, I love drinking around a good bonfire. Absolutely. Who doesn't love a good fire? Especially oh, this summer's been weird. It's been too hot to have bonfires in the summer. Sometimes there's like those chilly summer nights where it's nice, but it's been bloody hot. Like yeah, the last month like right so. before it hits like full on <laughs> fall. <laughs> When it's like yeah. nice during the day, but it's cold at night, that's like primo time to have a bonfire. Oh, right, mid Steve to late September. Down. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to like deal with all the bugs. Yes. Although now I'm paranoid because I saw this video. Um, it was like basically like a this girl was catching fireflies or something, and the mom is like videotaping it. She's like, "What are all these like specks in the grass?" And it's like reflective. And it's like sparkling looking. And she's like, what are all these specks? And she like goes in to check it out. And it's spider eyes. And they're everywhere. And now I'm like, I looked it up and that's a real fucking thing. And I was like, oh no, now I can't. That's too much. I can't do that. I don't like bugs. (laughs) I don't like spiders. And there was like, I'll, I'll like share the video with you. I'll post it on our Facebook too. But it. Just super soak in the lawn and gasoline. Yeah, for just, real. I feel like I'm just going to, instead of a bonfire, I'm just going to set my entire fucking house and field on fire. Like Burn oh it all God. down. Okay, so our friend Candace, she says, a real man will drink whatever they want, and I cannot agree. Boom. Oh, my God, yes. Love it. I, You know, that's and that's my whole thing. It's like, Thanks, you're not going to shame me into feeling like, you know, like I'm too in touch with my feminine side because I drink claws or daiquiris or pina coladas or sex on the beach or whatever. It's like, if I'm in the mood right. for this and it's got booze in it, who cares? Yeah. Well, thank you, Candace. I love you, darling. And I appreciate the uh, vote of confidence. That's the thing about, about like drinking girly drinks and stuff is it doesn't really matter. Like who, first of all, I'm the one drinking it. So mind your fucking business. 
Yep. And my brother, Daniel, he drinks girly drinks too. And that's like one thing we bond over whenever I come over, I'm like, try this super girly drink. And he's All like, right. here, have one of my super girly drinks. <laughs> and I love it. I think it's great when a guy can be like, yeah, I'm going to have a daiquiri or I'm going to have a, you know, rum runner or something like that. Yeah, you know, I love when a guy can drink a nice girly drink. Doesn't matter what glass it's served in. Doesn't matter any of that kind of no. stuff. Right. The, the beers that are served have... in little tulips now, you know, it's like right. Served... Whether it's a champagne flute or a martini glass, is you know, it doesn't have to give you a whiskey face in order That's to right. make you more masculine. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, you can be masculine. Just hold it the right way. Drinks are gender <laughs> neutral. Thanks. Pinky's up. Pinky's out. Pinky's up for sure. For tea, <laughs> anyways. I think a big part of that, too, is um, I think they could break a lot of that stigma in just marketing. You know, lemon yeah. and demon have the same letters almost. You know what I mean? Like demon, lemon, shandy. Now you're on to something, right? Right. You know I mean? That's a no, they just have to, like, change, change the outside of the can to, like, black and then the light or the right. writing or whatever. Put a little yeah. camouflage on there. Exactly. Yeah. Like get the, the little Punisher stall. How many more, <laughs> how many more, uh, what were they? I think it was Miller High Life that did like the bright orange can for hunting season. Yeah. yeah how many yeah. more do you think they sold just because they were bright orange? Oh, I bet. Well, to be honest with you, the white claw symbol is pre- it's it's pretty cool. It doesn't look like a it's a skinny can, so that kind of makes it a skinny it look can. It makes it a little bit more limited. And- it's Past just like cigarettes, stuff. like the the Virginia Slims and stuff. Like anything slimmer, automatically is like a female thing. Yeah. So marketed to girls. It's yeah, it's all marketing, boys. That's Jack. We should have gotten into marketing, man. I bet you we would have made a mint. Oh my god, I think I could have <laughs> been a king at marketing. I think we still should. Maybe we just need to market tales from the bar side a little bit better. What do you guys say? Well, now you're talking. <laughs> now you're talking. More like if they keep the bars closed, it's going to be history from the bar side. Yeah, it really is. Tales from the bar side. Well, like you know, and our 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 thing could be like an old grandma and grandpa sitting on the porch. Like I remember when we used to have jobs serving kids liquor. Oh, (laughs) back in my day, we tipped cash. Yeah, they gave us cash (laughs) money. We spent it on hookers and booze and drugs, and we were happy to do it. (laughs) Those were the days. Yes, you just see Archie and Edith singing about it at the piano. <laughs> Those were the days. Maybe, maybe we can do that for Halloween. We'll be like Grandma and Grandpa telling tales from the bar side <laughs> with like crashing like tales, back tales from the home bar. Yeah, <laughs> just drinking our own stuff. Well, I have a feel. I have a feeling that like this COVID thing is going to turn into something similar to the Great Depression, where just like people have outrageous stories of like the shit that they're going to have to go through in the next year or so. If something miraculous doesn't happen and we get a handle on it, I think it's just, there's going to be some some serious chaos coming up soon. So maybe we'll, maybe we'll get some new stories to tell. <laughs> maybe you Hopefully won't be able to get some to new stories to tell. I know a lot of people that are like working now. So we, we should get some of those. If you work at a bar currently and you would like to be on tales from the bar side, you should come message either me or Remy or just our page and let us know. Cause we would love to hear from people that are actually out there working. Remy and I are both currently not working in bars. So. No, but absolutely. Know. I would love to hear from some bartender friends and, you know, I keep in contact with a few people that I know that are still working in bars, but if you've got a good story or if you've got things to talk about, 
send us an email, definitely barsidetales at gmail.com. We'd love yeah, to hear yeah. from you. Well, if you don't want to be on the show, we'll read your story on the air. That's all. Good. Yeah, we'll just read it. Right. Or fuck? come out and be a guest. What are you scared of? We don't bite. It's true. Right. We suck, but we don't bite. <laughs> <laughs> In a good I way. I have seen a lot of my friends that are currently working complaining about tips. So um, one thing that I saw was people that are like, you know, the inside service is shut down. So people are just like getting carryouts. Yep. You should tip your carry out. Yeah, dude. That's These people thing. are still working. That, that's their only way of income. And they're used to making money off of people coming inside. So now that they can't, and this is their only income. I, I've been over tipping the shit out of people when I do carry outs because it's like, I get Damn. it. Like you have to do something to keep some income coming in. Like this is it. Here's my chance to tip you. I don't care that it was doing something different than you normally do. Like I'm part of the industry still. I always will be. Like, I get yeah, it. we all understand what it's like to be in the industry and having to live off of tips. I give big credit too to the employers that are staying open, even the ones that are struggling. You know, yeah. these you know massive volume stores that are doing not even ten percent of what they were doing, but they're still yeah, giving absolutely. an opportunity for the people that are staying loyal and their employees to, you know, what I mean, still have a job and still be absolutely on the scene. Just that they're yep. even giving them the option to come in and try and make it, even if it's a little bit of money, something, Right. you know, <laughs> that's awesome that people are able to do that. Yeah. You know, I'm sure no, people, my- I'm sure that restaurants and, and bars are lear- losing money left and right. So yeah, it's tough. You know, but, help out but, you your know. bar staff, help out your people that are coming in and spending their night making that very much support your, support your local. Yeah. Still practice. get some carry out exactly. when you can <clears throat> support however you can. Now the, the place that I was working at when the shutdown hit, uh, tried to open up a couple of times and actually just texted me last week saying, Hey, you want to come back? And I was like, no, I, you know, I already decided I'm, I'm just done with the bar industry until this whole thing shuts and down. And you've already done it. Yeah. You've already come in and done it and then been shut yeah. down and come in and done it. Same thing with me. I'm sure I talked about it before where the night before we shut down, I started a new job. Right. You know, I started like a second job and I went in, did all my training. Next day, we're shut down. Yeah. So exactly. it's insane, though, because, you know, like, how are people supposed to live off of this? And especially with like the $600 being done and like all that stuff. But it's it's definitely. And then <laughs> Candace also said, again, do curbside drinks. And I you know what? Oh, I really think that's a good idea. They're, they are, um, or they did pass, um, like drinking districts that you can have outdoor drinking and, and to go drinks and stuff. So yeah. I think that that's going to be something that might actually be coming to fruition soon. I don't know it how is, long it'll take to implement that, but. Well, and how well it'll work, because let's be honest here. The main piece, the main reason that people go out to the bars is to be social. They want to hook up and bang each other and meet and get phone numbers and hang out with their friends and party. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's cheaper to drink at home. You go for the atmosphere. You go for the atmosphere. Get out of the house, do something, hang out with people, meet Meet new new people. people. The whole shebang. Even if you're not going out with the intention of meeting new people, you're still going out and like sitting at a bar and like hanging out and just not being at home. How many new people have you met in your life at the bar? Like so many. I've made like so everyone many I know I've met at a bar. <laughs> right, exactly. 
Yeah, like you know, like I'm going on five months. Well, I was single for a long time before, but like five months with just basically like no contact, no dating, no seeing anybody. It's like, how are you gonna try and date during a pandemic? Ah, you're just gonna wait until it's over. I'm sure that like Tinder is just like. Can I pencil you in for next February? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. I revisited a, a favorite watering hole. And they had it every other seat. They built plexiglass separators, like little cubicles. Yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness, they need like little telephones, like they got in jail, so you can talk to <laughs> the person. Actually, talk to each other. Sit next to you, you know. You know Put your like, hand on the glass, like. <laughs> it's it's not very comforting, but I will give them credit for trying. Right, like touch my hand, right? <laughs> do something, you know. The kids miss you. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you start writing each other letters. Right, tell them I love them. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, you wanted, if you wanted to get creative with it, you could do a whole like singles bar scene thing where like you do speed dating with glass in between you and talk on the phones and like it would be kind of comical. I don't know. Really nice to work. meet you. Everyone has to come wearing an orange jumpsuit. Uh, yeah. I like it. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> says chemistry like being put in a plastic box and you know. <laughs> Having to yell out, what? <laughs> Reading the lips through the... Yeah. yeah that's There's a... just like the little microphone things like they do at like movie theaters. Right. Modern romance. Just... <laughs> yeah. I like the touching each other through the glass thing. Right. That's yeah, probably that like my favorite. <laughs> press your cheek up against the glass and I'll press mine too. It'll be like... Oh, uh, it's oh like those uh, little nightlights where it's like you give one to your significant other and you have one. And every time you touch it, the other one like lights up. So you know that they're thinking right. about you. Yeah, That's like what dating is now. <laughs> COVID time. It's basically. I kind of envious of all my friends that are in serious relationships now. I'm like, oh, well, at least, you know, you're stuck with them because it's quarantine and lockdown. But <laughs> at least you got somebody. You think of the desire that comes from quarantine mixed with the, the the attractiveness that comes from having half of your face covered. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I think the numbers would be up. I know. I'm, you know? I think I'm doing pretty good with the covered I mean, face. I really haven't checked into it, but there's got to be a baby boom coming after all this. There's gotta I be. would hope so. Yeah, I would definitely hope so. I, hope. Well, and, I mean, they've been know, talking about that, that baby boom happening. I see some girls that are pregnant right now, and I'm just like, I hope. It's all I'm scared for, because I'm like, great, have babies. I don't care. But all I'm scared for them for them is like giving birth alone or like not being able to like get into a hospital. Like you, know what I mean, it's that would be scary for me. I, I would be so scared to be pregnant. And all my friends that are pregnant, I'm just like, hey, good for you that you're, you know, getting through that because that would be scary, especially if you're a first time mother. Oh yeah. If you're oh, a first no, time I, mother, then it's like that would be so scary. It was scary when my kid was on the way. You've got all this stuff going on. I couldn't imagine doing it right now during a pandemic. But right. hey, I mean, you know, it's human nature. Like people are still going to make babies. So hell yeah, right? Babies are coming. But yeah, I, there's going to be babies. To, I guarantee I'll be surprised it. To see them too. What I was thinking, as far as the masks go, is like people who have bad halitosis are finally like you can go talk to people and you know, <laughs> or can actually tell that they have bad halitosis. Yeah, right. Yeah, you finally realize. Like, smelling oh my your God, own breath all the time. This is what I smell like? This is horrible. <laughs> I I made the mistake of, the of getting uh, Mediterranean food, and I oh, ate a yeah. crap ton of that garlic sauce. Garlic sauce, yeah. Whoopsie daisy. 
you don't want to wear a mask for a long time. After you know what that. though? I was kind of like, it's all right. So it still smells good. <laughs> You're like burping and smelling that. I did a, I did a podcast one time and I ate Mediterranean food and my buddy almost kicked me out of the studio. He was so mad at me. He's like, don't ever do that again. Like I was, cause we're drinking oh, beers. Whatever. I'm burping and like, points. well, yeah, I mean, he was kind garlic of garlic and onions. He was kind of a baby about it, but it's, it did like the whole room smelled like what I ate for dinner. So I can see how it was <laughs> just belching away in there. <laughs> well, you know, you're drinking beers and you eat Mediterranean chicken. Yeah, absolutely. And it's going to make the microphone stain like curry. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. That's so funny. I tell you oh what I God. don't miss. What I don't miss about, you know, being behind the bar is all the bartenders that you'd work with that would bitch and complain about the drinks that they don't want to make complaining about having to make mojitos and complaining about I was having that to girl. make daiquiris. I, oh, you I never complained about, about making, I never complained about making martinis. I love making martinis, but there was this one time and I don't know if I told the story already. So I'm so sorry in advance if I did, but there was this one time that when I was working at Necto, they had the like Brazilian students foundation or whatever okay, come there. Right. And it was like 500 people. And we had caprinas on Caprinas. special. Oh my God. They were $2 a piece. And oh, I don't know shit. if you've ever made one, but oh, yeah. you have like, you have to muddle a bunch of like limes before yep. each one. And sugar so in front of my In front of my rail, I have glasses upon glasses filled with limes. Mash I'm muddling them. them. I felt like I left there with like one beefy ass arm. And then my other yeah. arm was just like weak and like mimbly. And I was just like, I've got a, I've got like this giant arm now from muddling so many things and shake because you shake them a little bit, like you know, give it a little flash, yep. and then you set it down. And I probably made, I don't know, I think my sales were close to three thousand, and they Holy, were two dollars a, a piece. Yeah, so that's a lot. It's it was that's like X Games level muddling. A lot. It was a lot. So I do complain about some things. If it's like my, if I'm working in a nightclub and my bar is rammed, I'm two, three, sometimes four people deep. And I have to do something like stop and muddle a drink for you. Or I have to like do, if I only get one Shakerton and you want me to make something creamy and then something not creamy. Right. Pain in the ass. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it. What the customer and I'm not going to complain to wants. you, but okay. as soon as I turn around, I'm going to be like this motherfucker. And then turn back around and here you are. Hope you enjoy it. $19, please, for two yep, shots. That'll be, you know, $6.50. Cool. Thanks so much. Turn back around, like, you know, not yeah. going to your fucking change, dude. It is. It's annoying when, like, you're at a busy place and you're trying to crank them out. You're trying to get everybody happy and stuff like that. And they're like, let me get three shots of this. And four shots of this and one shot of this. And you're like, really? You guys can't all just do the same shot so I can make it up in one. T- okay. Like, I get it. But okay. But like, have you ever been in a group of people where they're like, I want to do a shot of this. And everyone says they want to do that shot. And you're like, I am not doing that shot. Heard. 100%. Like, where, like, yeah. You're just hanging like, out with people and no. they're like, let's do shots of Malort. And I'm just like, no. Hard yeah. no. Like, no. I'll either not do a shot with you. Right. Or we're going to order a different shot. Give me something me. else. Yeah. Or my, my thing is SoCo limes. I can't stand SoCo. I'm not doing a SoCo yeah. lime shot with you. I don't care. 
I don't give a fuck. Like, oh, but that's our thing. Good. You know, do you want me okay. to do a shot with you? I'm getting something different. But I'll make it easy and be like, okay, everybody else is doing SoCo Lime. Give me a whiskey. You know what I mean? Just a straight shot of whiskey. Warm. You don't have to do anything okay. else. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's, it's funny. That kind of ties back into the drink shaming and that because I'm a whiskey man. I love drinking whiskey. You'd right. think it'd be Jack Daniels, my name being Jack and me drinking whiskey, but it usually isn't. But my point is that I, you know, I, as much as I like drinking it, I don't necessarily always like that straight, warm whiskey. Tea. I mean, I'm not above it. But, but throw, a little, throw a little peach schnapps in there, you know, give me right. a green yeah. tea. Give yeah. me a Washington yeah. apple, you know what I mean? For sure. But, Absolutely. you know, Absolutely. I walk up and order a, a green tea. I'm getting a look or two, you know what I mean? It That's just true. happens. I mean, I drink it anyways because... I feel like guys kind of get around it because they order multiples and they're like, oh, it's for my girlfriend or, oh, it's we have a group of girls with us. And I'm like, dude, you don't have to explain to me. I don't give a shit what you're drinking. Like, honestly, okay. I want you to just pay for it and go away. Yes. So, but never go up and order five shots, each one a different specialty. Yeah, shot. do That's not do Green that. tea, uh, yes. a blowjob, an Irish carbon, and a... Yeah. Uh, do not do that. We're either uh, all doing the same thing, maybe, like, if there's two, you know, two different things, all right. The poor but bartender if spends three, half their night five, making one round. I know. I hate that. And that happens to me often, especially yeah. working in yeah. nightclubs. It's like, you know, I have to make a million... Uh, lemon drops, let's say. Lemon drops and are annoying because you got to sugar I make, the rim. Or the you have to sugar the rim. Yeah. And well, here's Something. the thing: is that what I do is I take a, a glass of sugar mm-hmm. and I just throw the lemons in there and I put a top on it and I shake it once and I put it on it. It's so oh. easy. That's yep. what I do. I sugar the lemon. Yeah. A lot of places sugar the rim, and I'm like, fuck that. Let's. Takes I, too this long. is easy shit. If I just shake the lemon, yeah. you know. But. Some places don't make them just straight cold citrus vodka. They make it regular vodka with lemonade or sour mix or triple second sour mix or whatever the fuck they do. Full splash of sour, yep. I'm not doing that. I have have a bottle of citrus vodka (laughs) in the cooler waiting for you to ask me for a lemon drop. That's and the it. sweet and the sweetness that you get is the lemon and sugar. It's so, the boom. lemon and the sugar, you need, right? You don't need a little I'm not doing that shit. Right, it's not gonna happen. I got you. It's less wasteful too. It's not I'm like wasteful. someone's cleaning the rim of the glass. Yeah, ah, it's gross too. No, yeah. I don't want, nobody wants to see you given. Or they like the lick the rim, or they take the shot and lick the rim, or just yeah. take the shot. It doesn't matter. But if you, you are one of those stuff. people that puts the shot glass mouth down on my bar, Ugh. yeah, put. Can you please put a, a napkin down first, please? Right. Just, and especially with please. the sugar rim, like, please don't do that. Make it easier for me because I'm servicing a lot of people. Right. I don't have time to like in between every single customer, wipe all that shit down and then serve the next person. I'm trying to push drinks out. Right. I don't know why it always made me mad, but like the one shot that drives me insane when people order it is a Superman shot. I hate, I hate making them. those. I hate them. Fucking They're hate delicious, them. but I hate. And, well, and that's the thing too is they are tasty, and and I get why people want them. And I was like, oh damn it, I hate making Superman shots. <laughs> They're so low alcohol, like you can do it. They are. They want a lot of them. You know? mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It's oh, you just you're just gonna drink. Or dirty like Girl Scouts. Sugary, sugary, sugary. It's all yeah. about the sugar. 
speaking of doing shots and we brought up, you know, the current times and sanitary, I have been noticing the few places that I have been to have been doing a lot of plastic shot glasses. Good. Little mini solar cups. Stay disposable, you know? That's not a rim you want to salt or, or sugar, anyways. Right? You know? No, exactly. And, you know, not very, not very in my environmentally friendly. I'll I'll give it that. That kind of sucks about it. Um, but yeah, it's better like washing those glasses over and over and over again, and hoping that the dishwasher that's com- constantly running all night long is doing a good job and keeping it hot enough and cleaning them and sanitizing them enough, like. I mean, how many glasses have you picked up to have lips, lipstick or, you know, lip gloss or chapstick or whatever on them? Yeah. And like, that's one of the things that I dealt with too. Like right before we shut down, like right before um, we had gotten rid of straws at my bar Yeah. and people were complaining about the straws. They complained about the straws anyway, but then it became pandemic time and it was like, don't you know we're going through a pandemic? Like, I don't trust this. I'm not putting my lips on this. We had to bring them back. And then we brought them back. And then, like, two weeks later, we were closed. But, <laughs> right. Like, what was the point of that? But, but no, we were I trying to it. do it to, like, save the turtles. We're helping with the yep. turtle thing. We're getting rid of straws, blah, blah, blah. And then it was, like, everyone demanded they come back. Before pandemic, we were like, fuck you. Like, yeah. you're going to drink out of the glass. Like, sorry. But people like the environmental consciousness just as just below as much as they like convenience. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. As long as this doesn't interfere with my Saturday night. And some people are all about it. And some people are like, I don't give a fuck. I just want to go out and drink. And I just want to have a good time. And I get both sides of that going, you know, it's like, it's funny that the disposable shot glasses and all the plastic drinks and all that, that just reminds me all the way more. Like you were saying about the root of congregation and gatherings for a drink like you say the backyard the driveway the garage and the bonfire you know what i mean just yeah hanging out and having a good time the garage five, is always fun i do always five, love like a good garage party well so that's what i did this that's weekend so i was at good. a little i was at a little garage party and you know we had it open and stuff like that and everybody was distanced around each other and we were talking and having a good time it was like ah it's good to see you guys you know this is great sitting around and having a few beers and having some laughs, telling old stories. It's what it's all about. It's like, I need to go to no stinking bar for this. Like somebody's got a backyard, yeah. somebody's got a garage. Exactly. I'll drink a shot to that. Hey, cheers. 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 What are we sipping on Remy? It's disappearing in the clouds. Uh, straight the whiskey. And Randy Savage clouds. A little old forester tonight. Nice. Straight from the bottom. Just a little side note. I share a birthday with Macho Man Randy Savage. What? That's amazing. He is my celebrity birthday match. Him and Jeffree Star, but Jeffree Star can go fuck himself. So Macho Man is the one I go with. Boom. I've got um, Harpo Marks. Harpo Marks? Really? Harpo Marks, yeah. Like such a cool birthday celebrity. He was one of my favorites, too. Always loved him. Both way cooler. Jack, who you got? Sid Hoth. (laughs) <laughs> he wrote he wrote Danny and the Dinosaur. Okay. I don't know. Uh, the only one I got. Only one I got. I got another. That's the I'm gonna look it up. I feel like you probably have better ones. <laughs> I like that that's the one that you've gone with though. You're like the first okay. one that I saw was Macho Man and I was like, we're done. I don't oh, need anyone done. else. Yeah. That's it. Oh yeah. Get the best birthday <laughs> <Yeah>. buddy ever. 
Uh, and I do love this uh, artist rendition of like, I mean, that's because that's what Macho Man would be doing in heaven, I would think. <laughs> like, yeah, I completely agree. Oh, Jesus, I'm ready for it. And I like to, th- <laughs> I like to think that Jesus is up there, like, oh, is that all you got? You know, like chest slaps him. And they have a big the cream play. will rise to the yeah, top. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus is about it. Jesus will whoop his ass. He wants that belt. <laughs> yeah, damn uh, right. Good stuff. Good stuff. So yeah, it, you know, I think. A lot of bartenders, myself included, yourself included, we get caught in the trap of like, you know, if you bitch too much and you turn into like the grumbler, it sucks. But everybody has those times of like, oh, you really want me to make you 12 Superman shots and three green teas and two vodka sodas right now? Like, okay, that's a big bill. Like, give me six minutes. I'll get it all whipped up, you know, like shake them up and. What you got to do there, especially if you work at a really busy place or a nightclub, is put on a little show, talk to them. If you've got like a big order, you know, like everybody hang out here. But usually they turn around and they're talking to their friends is the problem. They're like, you just got to make the drinks as fast as you can. But if you can bend their ear for a minute and tell them a quick joke or something like that, make it go a little bit faster, make it seem like you're enjoying making them their crappy sweet drinks. <laughs> well, that's the other thing too is like, I've had issues with people just being like, like they don't realize that I can make more than one drink at a time. Right. So let's say that like people walk up within a few minutes of each other. I'm like busy. I'll kind of just like go, you know, from right to left or left to right. Like I kind of sweep the bar like that. Sure. And I'll usually like try and like glance up at you, let you know, I acknowledge that I see you, but I'm not ready. I don't talk to you because I'm not ready for you. Right. Right. So you're on deck. Exactly. Like (laughs) kind of like get your drink order ready. Right. So I'll start to like kind of sweep the bar again. And if the person next to them walked up right after them or right before them or right after them, or whatever the case might be. Yeah. I'll be like, okay, you. And as I'm taking their order, the person next to them will be like, what, what the fuck? What? <laughs> yeah. I've been sitting here. Then, huh? I've been waiting. I've been waiting. And I'm like, hey, like, it's okay. Honestly, I will get to you too. In fact, I'm going to take their drink order, set up their glasses, and then take your drink order yep. and set up your glasses and pour everything. Especially if it's during like a time where like I worked at a bar where we would do, you know, like 10 minute specials where it was like, okay, for the next 10 minutes, you know, these, this shot is going to be $3. Right. So I have a surge of people coming up and I'm like, I know you guys are all ordering the same thing. All I'm really looking for is how many you're ordering. So I'll kind of like take a step back and be like, all right, I'm super busy right now. All I'm serving is this one shot. If you're getting that shot, raise your hand and put how many you're getting on your hand. Yeah. And then I like kind of count through, put them all up, bang them all out. And then it's like, all right, cool. I can just start serving people with their regular drinks. Sometimes that means that you have to wait a little bit longer because I'm serving all these people, but (laughs) I'm doing you a favor in the long run because I could sit here and be like, oh, okay, what's your drink? Oh, you want five of these? Hold on. Let me do these and then get them out and then ask you what your drink is or start getting to your drink. I'm I'm just getting it all out of the way so I can start taking the other drinks. 
And people will seriously go fucking nuts about it. Well, the other thing, too. I can't believe it. Is if you complain too much, if you roll your eyes at me too hard or you act like a jerk, it's like, okay, that's fine. Back of the line. Like, right. (laughs) I do not have to serve you. I know that you've got money for me, but so do they. Always take care of your serving staff. So do they. A little kindness goes a long way. Smiling at, but no. So if you if you can get that rapport going with them, especially when it's busy, like you're in a good mood, you're having a good time, you know everybody's thirsty and you want to take care of them. It's like, all right, slugger, you're on deck. Like, get ready because I'm coming to you next. Like, I see you over there, Sally. I see you with the cute hair. Like, I'm not gonna fucking forget about you. You know, make them feel like. Yeah, if they start getting antsy, like, no, 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 it's cool, it's cool. I'm coming to you next. Don't worry. Exactly. Let's get one counter, and you're on this side. Maybe you're one, maybe you're two, maybe three bartenders. But you guys are in the weeds, feeling the pressure of actually doing it. Everyone on the outside is just having fun, and they want to have fun right now. So maybe it's your two, four, six sets of eyes versus twenty or more looking back at you. Everybody's looking at you. Like, why aren't you touching my drink, getting me my beverage? (laughs) Yeah, I hate the eyes boring into you. They're just like, I'm not going to stop staring at you. People that are, like, basically climbing the bar, like, trying (laughs) to reach at you. And it's just like, like, hey, do you see me? I see you're literally in front of my bar. I see every single one. Believe me, I see every single one of you. I see you all. Okay, but me, though. Right. And I'm just like, I can, if I can't see you, I can feel you oh, yeah. looking at me with your fucking burning little pupils. Right. I'm like, just chill. Everyone just chill. I only have so many hands. I can only go so fast. I can only run up and down the bar so many times in a, in a two minute span. So just bear with me. And if I'm taking multiple orders, it's because I'm trying to kill multiple birds with one stone. For sure. If I have to go all the way down to the end of the bar to get the Godiva for you, yeah, then I might as well grab this dude's Frangelico and that dude's, you know, beer at the same time. It's gonna take a second. It's good bar. Gonna take a second. Right. Well, and that's why I couldn't. I could not. Absolutely, could not stand working at the place where when we started this show, I had just started, and like all the fancy cocktails, all the stupid problems they had with glassware and glassware storage. Everything came in a different glass. There was like six different glasses and they didn't have room behind any of the bars for all the glassware that they needed for the size of the bar. And they didn't have enough glassware to go around. So it was like a constant battle of trying to like round up glassware and wash glassware. People would order drinks and I couldn't make it because I didn't have the glassware for it. It's like, right. And then people are getting pissed at me because I can't make it. And I'm like, dude, this is too much stress. It's just driving me fucking nuts. And I would, I would tell people we'd get slammed on Friday and Saturday nights and you know, everybody's climbing over the bar and acting like zombies and going crazy. And I'm like, everybody, we're out of glassware right now. Like attention crowd, give me two minutes to wash all these glasses. And then I'm going to take care of everybody and make a big joke. Did you have hand wash things or did you have like a actual dishwasher? There was an actual dishwasher, but again, it was like even longer because I can hand wash real quick. Yeah. But it was such a stupid bars. Like not if you don't have any, we didn't have any dirty glasses to wash. You know, it was like, right. we're all out Sometimes there Sometimes it's too bad and too bougie, you know? Yeah, right. exactly. It was just like, you guys did this all fucking wrong, man. Like, it's real nice if you've got a nice, quiet, you know, You need to have glassware, out. assuming that everyone is drinking the same drink at all times. Yep. If you have a 500-person capacity place and you don't have 
500 fucking tall glasses. Yeah. Well, and this was an 800 person capacity and they didn't have enough of any kind of glass, you know? So it was like, especially if you're going to have private parties with like specific drink specials or something like that, where it's like, everyone's going to be drinking the same drink. If we're doing Tito's and or Tito's is on sale for $5, then assume that everyone's going to be drinking Tito's and something. And so you need enough short glasses of Tito's and something to do that. And enough tall glasses for Tito's and Red Bulls to do that. Or if you're having specials on Cosmos, then you need enough martini glasses for me to do that. Absolutely. Like, yep. You can't Absolutely. let me go in there blindly and not know exactly what people are getting and, and when and why and, and making sure I don't I have everything to make that. If yep. you're going to put Manhattans on special, you better not have a half empty, you know, bottle of, of uh, bitters. Right, right. And that's it. Set me up for success. Whatever you're gonna do, set me up for success. Let me let me make this as best. You have five red stripes left, but you want to put red stripes on two dollars special. That's stupid. That is. Don't do that. Unless unless you're a neighborhood bar. Unless you're a neighborhood bar and you're just trying to get rid of shit, you know. Sure. Okay. It's like oh, you know. But then you have like a little disclaimer saying while supplies last or something like that. Or put three different things on. Yeah. Right. Because if you have cases on cases on cases on cases on cases of PBR and you put PBR on $2, great. Sell all the fucking PBRs. But if you're just trying to get rid of something, then be like, hey, we're going to do $1 shots of whatever while supplies last. So we get rid of it. People know that this is something that is limited. It's not just, you know, we're trying to get rid of it. It's not just because we want to help you out and give you a $2 drink. Ooh, I, I think that's the main, the, the main kind of point is that like, I like working at places where it's either we're known for doing this and we have everything we need to do this. No problem. I'm never going to run out. I'm never going to like be empty. They know how to stock correctly. They've get, got me all the glassware that I need. Um, or a really well run nightclub where it's like, we have three kind of drink glasses and just a million of them. We're never yeah. going to run out. And we got barbacks washing them for you and setting you up all night long. You're just not, there's no way possible you're going to run out of glassware. We've got so much of it. Like that works, you know? I got it. I got it. The, yeah. the union between the, the the upscale nightclub and, 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 and lounge versus the backyard kegger. Yeah. Red solo martini glasses. <laughs> That's perfect. Think about it. Oh shit! You mean like if they made them in like flip? a martini, martini glass, <laughs> red solo rim? Think about it. They have to make solo. Them. Solo needs to make like every type of glass. They need to make like pilsner solo glasses. Flutes. Flutes. Yeah. Solo flutes. Solo pilsner. Solo like margarita glass. Solo. What are you doing? Solo, whatever one of you, I don't give a fuck who does it first, do it. Kroger brand, whatever that is, or whatever it's called. Do that. I think we I think we need to have a sit down with one of these companies and be like, so we got a brilliant idea. Champagne Dixie flute really rolls up the tongue too. Take it from bartender. You know what? Remy, we were talking about we were gonna come up with an invention and actually do it. And okay, so maybe we can't do the the bar game liquor. Right. But we can do the disposable, uh, you know, like fancy glass paper thin. Yeah. 
disposable fancy glasses. Craft cocktail glasses. Oh my okay, god, well, that is such a good idea. <laughs> wrap it up, take it home with you. I mean, I know. I don't know about you guys. Leaders, I know I've worked a bunch of. I've worked a bunch of New Year's Eves where they give you the little plastic put together martini glasses. It's like oh, the yeah. plastic two piece thing that you got to put a yeah, hundred of them together. Yeah, but those are expensive. They are, and the, but I think we need good. like the plastic like Dixie cup solo yes. cup material, but just builds. Where you like you can just way. squish it if you want to, not like right. it's just going to break into a million pieces. Like squishy, like I'm I'm a trailer trash margarita drinking bitch, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? That was that was the weirdest moment for me to come back in and sit down is Lauren doing this and talking about things being squishy. I just I <laughs> I think well, I think we all deserve a shot for that for Lauren talking yeah, about I was I was just pouring myself a drink, yeah. Cheers to that guys. I think that's a great idea. I think we're gonna steal that. I think we're gonna do it. Jack's cut out. We're gonna yep, <laughs> let's have let's have a little sit down with Solo Cup and uh, and figure out a way to market this. Let's make it happen. Solo people. or Dixie, one of the two. I like mean, I came up with it, so I'm bound to get screwed out of the money. Right? Yeah, That's usually how that works. Yeah, you can come to the after party though. Generally <laughs> speaking, oh, that's cool. how that works. I just want to have one. I just want to walk around with my little red martini. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, they have the like one. the the little shot glasses that look like Solo Cup. Oh yeah, I have the. I, we've so got. Like, I've got those here. I thought that was so cute. I was like, "That's the cute." I have to buy them now. <laughs> and then you know what I mean because anything that's like tiny and like, especially when I'm like buying like the single shots. Shut the fuck up, Dave. I'm. I'm not saying a damn word. I'm not. <laughs> especially when I buy like the little single shots or the double shots. You know, it's like literally a miniature of their yep. full size bottle. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, I have to get it. It's so cute. Girls, so that's what we're gonna girls do. like some things that are tiny. Let's just put it that way. Just <laughs> Only some, some things. We don't like Only everything some. to be tiny. Not <laughs> I do love good father figure. There you go. A father In more ways than and, one. And, and, and there's my contribution for the week. You're welcome. <laughs> and you're not the only one. Like, I've heard that from other people. I just, it's like, it's new to me, kind of. I, you know, I, I haven't been in the best shape my whole life, but like the actual father figure is new to me, and I'm kind of like, I don't like this. <laughs> it's like, I'm not happy with. This. Rock it out, man. Just run with yeah. it. Rolls are missing it some butter. Just roll with it. The last couple of shirts that I bought were extra large, and I'm like, ah, I'm going from large to extra hey, man, large. Hey, man, used to be medium. Used to have a six pack, graduated to a keg. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I saw his T-shirt, and it was like you know, like little. You know how they do like little acronyms, like O M G, yeah, like yeah, whatever. Okay, so I saw this one, and it was it stood for "On My Way to Fuck Your Dad," and I was oh, like, "Oh my god, <laughs> that's awesome! That's really cool. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah, that's a that's a good shirt." <laughs> <laughs> On my way to fuck your dad. Well, I can't think of a better thing to end the show on than that, Lauren. You've definitely hit a home run <laughs> in the bottom of the ninth for us. Wait, we're gonna hit it one more time with the uh, with everything. So, um, if you have a story to share with us about your time working in or hanging out in service industry, anything like that, please send us an email. We would love to read your stories on air at barsidetales at gmail Brilliant. We love you guys. Thanks for hanging out this week. We'll uh, we'll see you next week. Jack, thanks for stopping by, buddy. It was good to see you. Thanks for having me. You guys take care.
Have a good week, everybody. Bye.